Welcome to the Straight from the Crest podcast. Welcome back to the Straight from the Crest podcast. It's been a couple months here, but we're back again. Uh, took a little break there after the Penn State football season, but we're back to deliver a, a Super Bowl preview between the Bengals and Rams, as you know. Two of my great friends, Harrison Soule and Justin Beck, join the show today. Uh, guys, how we doing? Doing pretty good, man. Thanks for having us on. Feeling good. Uh, I mean, my, my Philadelphia Eagles were first-round exits, but uh, we have hopefully an exciting matchup coming up on Sunday. Yeah, and uh, just a full disclaimer, uh, the three of us did record an NFL preview show uh, Auburn weekend, uh, or prior to Auburn weekend. It, it was about an hour and a half where we went through and named all our MVPs um, and just season expectations, which we never, I never published uh, for X reasons, but um, this one will be published and it, it will be a, a great um, a great tool that you all can use for Super Bowl, whether it is for betting, just watching the game. But we're going to cover a lot today. Um, we're obviously going to preview the matchup, but that's just the uh, the tip of the iceberg there. We're going to dive into some matchups, what to look out for, and um, who do we have at the end. We'll break down our predictions. Um, so I guess first we're going to just start with uh, what are you guys most looking forward to in this game? Uh, Justin, we'll start with you here. Yeah, so, I mean, I think – there are a bunch of storylines that I've enjoyed leading into this game. So obviously you have Joe Burrow, you know, he's the second coming of Brady, as some would say. Um, I'm not sold on that, especially because he plays for the Bengals. But, you know, there's a bunch of guys in this game that you feel good rooting for. Like you feel good rooting for Joe and um, you feel good rooting for Stafford and you can feel good rooting for Odell now that he's off the Browns. And, you know, maybe his dad was the best GM in the league getting him out of that situation. And obviously Aaron Donald and Von Miller's likable character too. I mean, the only guy that's really even controversial, and not even controversial, just might rub you the wrong way, is Jalen. So pretty much everywhere you look, there's guys you're okay rooting for. So looking forward to that. Yeah, a lot of fan favorites. Um, it's like, it seems like it's every like 10-year-old to 13-year-old's perfect dream with these players in it because it's a bunch of newcomers that really the NFL hasn't seen, um, or maybe they have. So Harrison, what about you? What are you looking forward to Sunday? Um, I mean, like you just said, you know, this is a uh, we got a lot of fresh faces coming up in the Super Bowl. Um, I, I know that the uh, the Rams were there, obviously, a couple years back. But for the Bengals, uh, these guys are rookies on the big stage. Um, you know, favorite storyline, obviously, Joe Burrow, um, undoubtedly the comeback player of the year. Um, late season ACL injury last year. Um, you know, now he's fighting for his Super Bowl championship, uh, you know, uh, to tack on to his NCAA championship but um yeah a lot of guys that have that have journeyed here like Odell that uh Justin just mentioned that has been fighting to get here um but overall just a lot of great positional matchups and hopefully we can get uh, a high scoring game from two prolific offenses yeah I think that's that's the big talk there just two offenses that can really flat out play with a bunch of playmakers on both sides really but um let's let's talk about Joe Burrow here it seems like and I'm sure you guys have seen the clip of I, I forget who they were playing at LSU, but it was a dirty cheap shot that he took after. Yeah. Um, but they haven't lost a game since then. I, I my opinion is after that hit, something just clicked. The guy's turned into a complete baller, even though he really hasn't been playing crazy in the playoffs, like not crazy numbers, just enough to get them there. But I'm gonna be excited to watch him. But uh Harrison, like you said, a lot of matchups there on both sides of the ball. Of course, the first one that everyone's talking about is Jamar Chase, Jalen Ramsey, just two superstars going at it. Uh, matchup wise, Justin, what, uh, what, what are you looking at here? Yeah. So I think the biggest matchup of the game is actually be Aaron Donald and Von Miller against a very suspect Bengals offensive line. You know, Burrow got sacked, I think eight or nine times against the Titans. 
Um, and this is a significantly better pass rush. You know, you have two premier, well, one premier edge rusher and probably the best interior D lineman in the game. So um, the offensive line for the Bengals is really going to need to step up their play or the receiving core from the Bengals isn't going to have a chance to shine because they've got a ton of young studs that, you know, can get open and can make plays for Burrow. But if he's back there running for his life, I don't think it's going to work out very well for their offense. Yeah, I mean, most like you said, most sacked quarterback in football. It's going to be a tough game for Jonah Williams, the left tackle um, for the Bengals. He's going to have his hands full with with Von Miller. Like that's a Madden team in itself. That's something that we create in Madden. Um, and it's it's the talk of the week, of course, at and in uh out in Inglewood right now at the Super Bowl meteor. Everyone's talking about that matchup, but that's it's one to keep an eye on. Uh, let's go over to Harrison. Harrison, what uh, what matchup are you looking forward to here? Um, might not be the most competitive. Obviously, we have the Joe and Ramsey Jamar Chase matchup, but I'm looking forward to seeing Cooper Cup and what he can do to top off his absolutely historic season uh, versus none other than Ohio State Buckeye Eli Apple, um, who has had some questionable performances throughout his NFL career. Um, you know, one of the prop bets that I'm going to be looking into taking is uh, Cooper Cup's over in yards, which he's been able to cash just over 80% this season. Um, but yeah, that's a matchup I'm looking forward to seeing. I think he's the X factor for the Rams. Um, yeah, that's the matchup I'm looking forward to seeing. And then another one too, um, not really a player-on-player -player matchup, but Cam Akers is a player that's really going to have to step up for the Rams. Um, it's been surprising me how much McVay has been choosing to run this postseason. Um, but versus a absolutely terrible rush defense uh, in the Bengals, Akers is going to have to step it up. Yeah, I, I agree completely with the Acres. And just touching on Cup, the Bengals are going to have to prepare or he's going to absolutely shred them. And it's tricky because you can't really play, pay too much attention to uh, Cooper Cup, which is crazy to say because you're going to open up lanes for Odell Beckham to exploit you. And he's been playing great as a number two. Um, so, yeah, the, the secondary there will be something to keep an eye on. Um, and now let's shift to keys of the game. Uh, Harrison, I'll start with you here first. Um of course, um, the Bengals, they are the underdog, but of course, in the Super Bowl, it doesn't really matter. Uh, win or loser, of course, I've seen your Eagles win um, as underdogs, uh, and it doesn't matter. It's it's the big game. Uh, what do the Bengals have to do in your eyes to win this game outside of score more points than the Rams? So what the Bengals need to do is they need to protect Burrow at all costs. Um, like Justin just mentioned, you know, the Rams have an absolutely insane pass rush um, and Leonard Floyd, uh, Von Miller, Aaron Donald. Um, that's what they're going to need to do offensively. Um, they need to give Burrow his time to really utilize his targets. Um, Joe Mixon's probably going to get neutralized. I think Vegas only has him coming in at around 62, 63 yards um, this game. And that's a guy who had around 1300 rushing yards this season. Um, and then on defense for the Bengals, they need to lay off the blitz. Um, you know, they versus a guy uh, with such a great deep ball um, in Matt Stafford, they cannot afford to open the top up. Um, they need to trust their front front men. Uh, they need to hope DJ Reader um, and Trey Hendrickson can really get in there um, and get some good pressure without blitzing. Yeah, I agree. Uh, just Hendrickson and Hubbard are great are great assets in the past game. And uh, to your point, like the, the Bengals really did what they did without sending pressure, but if they do it this game, they're cooked just with the over top um, speed LA has and what they're able to do. And Sean McVay is able to craft up. I'm just interested to see that. Um, let's go, let's go to the other side here. The, 
Justin, uh, the Rams, uh, of course, they they struggled to hold off the Buccaneers there. Then they get the impressive win, which they should have really lost. Jimmy G or um, Stafford gifted an interception that really wasn't. He just the uh, defensive back from San Fran dropped it. Let's talk about what the Rams need to do to win this game. Yeah, so uh, what the Rams need to do, um, I'll start with offense. So you kind of hinted at it earlier. They really turned into like a run play action team um, that if that's going to keep up, they got to establish the run early, especially against a not great um, Bengals front. Now the Bengals do have some decent pass rushers, but they don't seem to hold up well uh, in the run game. So if you can start that and you can build off your play action, that opens up the deep ball. Like Harrison said, it was interesting watching the Bengals play against Mahomes because they switched from the two high look to the one high look. I watched a clip from uh, Baldinger on Twitter about it actually. And I'll be interested to see if they do the, uh, I'll be interested to see if they do the same thing uh, to kind of track uh, Cup the same way they did Hill, where they brought the safety down and took away the too high look and had the uh, safety kind of trail with Cup whenever or with Hill whenever he went for those deep crossers. So um, I think that'll be interesting, like matchup wise, to see if the Rams defense or if the Bengals defense plays the Rams in a similar way. But they really, uh, as far as the Rams, they got to get the run game going early so they can stay true to their identity of being, you know, a run play action team and then let. Stafford take the top off at opportune times. Yeah, it's weird. Usually for matchups, I'm looking at like uh, how the quarterback's going to fare, how the wide out secondary, but this, it really comes down to the offensive line for both. Of course, we talked about Jonah Williams already for the Bengals, but the Rams right tackle, um, Rob Havenstein, he's allowed seven sacks, which that is uh, something to keep in mind of because uh, I think it could turn into a low scoring affair um, and not just the shootout that people are anticipating. Um, I'm kind of liking the under right now. Uh, I'll say that. So just as early there before we we get to our main previews, um, and uh, we'll we'll just get into the props here. Um, let's uh let's talk about who's going to score the first touchdown of the game. Um, of course, obviously chalk would be, I, I believe, it would be Jamar Chase, and um, it have to be Cooper Cup as the number one. Um, but yeah, so Cup's five hundred plus five hundred. Joe Mixon plus seven fifty. Cam Akers seven fifty and Chase behind at eight hundred. So let's let's give our pick and then uh, maybe a, a sneaky pick, not of the five I just named. So uh, Harrison, go first. Who you think's going to score, and then maybe a uh, an under the radar pick that people can toss a few dimes on. Uh, so I think that the the most likely score is going to be Cooper Cup here. Um, he's a guy who's scored in nearly every game that we've seen. Um, in addition to that, he's been a multiple-time multiple, multiple scorer in many games like we just saw. Um, so that's also a prop bet that you could throw a little bit on, um, a two-time score. And then I think that a guy that uh, you might want to put some money on, I would say, is Cam Akers. Um, like we've been pointing out, um, the Rams really got to get the run game going. Uh, I think early down, uh, like if the Rams are to get the ball in the red zone, um, he's a guy that will be getting carries uh, a lot. Um, and Sonny Michelle, too. They could bring him out to pass a little bit. But Cam Akers, I think, is really going to get going uh, this game. The Rams have been pretty terrible. They've been landing themselves a lot um, early down in third third down situations. Um, so I think Cam Akers is the sneaky play there. Um, but Cooper Cup overall, love it. Okay. A lot of love to the Rams. Let's go to the... The other side, Justin, uh, it doesn't have to be Bengals, of course, just whoever yeah. you think, because I guess that's that's the main thing. Give me your give me your first guy who's going to score and give me a sneaky one who to keep an eye out for. All right. 
So, uh, yeah, I was probably going to go Rams too just because the Bengals have been starting slow in the playoffs. Maybe that's probably just recency bias, but I could see them falling behind early. Um, as far as who's going to score first, I guess, from uh, the Rams, I'd probably go Akers. I know Cup's probably the most obvious pick, but – A lot of love for running backs here. Yeah, I could see uh, I could see a grinded-out drive where they get down to like the two or three and hand it off. And then uh, my sneaky pick that I could see happening is a Joe Burrow scramble. He gets in one of those, uh, um, like, I don't know, like second and ten, third or third and goal, second and goal, and he's running around the pocket and he wiggles out and finds a way to score. That's plus 3,000. I love that. <laughs> I, I love it. I love it. Um, so for mine, I'm, I'm just going to play it chalk as it is, uh, Cooper cup plus 500, but another guy I've been keeping an eye on is Kendall Bland. He's, uh, Higby's sidekick and the he's emerged as a great target. Um, and right now, as I'm looking at the DraftKings uh, website, they have him right behind Higby at plus 1600 Higby's only 1400. So little, little backup tight end love there. Um, so those were our first touchdown scores. Uh, we really have no idea. It might be, we don't know. It, it could be a guy not even listed or any other defense. That's usually what it is for, for the Super Bowl. It's nothing, nothing we anticipate. But let's get into a fun game. Uh, we're gonna, I'll list two different scenarios, uh, two different situations, and you guys tell me which is more likely to happen. All right, the first one is Jamar Chase catches two touchdowns for 200 yards. Or Cooper Cup scores um, the first two touchdowns of the game. Uh, Not all at once. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll go with Cup scoring two touchdowns. First two touchdowns. Yeah, the first two touchdowns. I think I'm going to go with that. So I think a lot of it depends on how well they hide Chase. Because right. like if they keep him on the perimeter and just let Ramsey go one on one with him all game, he's not going to reach that. But if they're creative with it, like the rest of the secondary for the Rams is pretty pedestrian, you know. I mean, Nick Scott's emerged, but they had to bring back Eric Weddle, and I couldn't even tell you who the uh, other cornerback is opposite Ramsey. So if they hide Chase, I could see it happening. But still, I'm going to go with Cup scoring the first two touchdowns of the game. Yeah. Okay, see, I think this is a. I think this is a big T Higgins game. Like Tyler Boyd, like they get overlooked. The the Pittsburgh kid Tyler Boyd and T Higgins get overlooked because Chase gets so much attention, but they've they've delivered when they've had their like they're not a one man show at all. So Harrison, what about you here? Uh, I have to agree with Justin here. Um I don't think this is Chase's show um this Sunday. Um, like you just said, I think the other options in Higgins and Boyd are gonna emerge. Um I'd have to go with Cooper Cup here, but um, a lot of this is riding on Matt Stafford, who I will say has been looking a little bit off um, this postseason. You know, late game, uh, late season, he did have an injury to his throwing arm. Um, and then last week, we did see uh, he had a minor injury in one of his feet. Uh, so, you know, the Rams' performance this Sunday is going to be riding on if Stafford comes out ready to play. Um, but between those two scenarios, I, I like Cooper Cup scoring the first two. Alrighty, um, and we'll get into the second one here. Um, again, we're playing which which snare is more likely to happen? Just two absurd things. Um, more than two uh, people pass in the game. So otherwise, other or um, other than Stafford and Burrow throw a ball. 
Uh, so over two and a half passers or a uh, a big man catches a touchdown. What do you think is more likely here? And big man, I mean, I mean, like obviously a lineman when they go when they go jumbo in the goal line. I'm gonna go over two and a half passers pretty easily there. I mean, Odell's got like a perfect passer rating still in the yeah, NFL. He's better so. than ben. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> uh, I could definitely see them working a trick play into him. Yeah, I'll have to uh, agree with that. I think that we have two incredibly crafty coaches here in Zach Taylor and Sean McVay. Um, and they love to do stuff like this. And I could see Odell throwing the ball very easily. I mean, we all love a big man party in the end zone. Um, but I could definitely see Odell throwing a pass. Yeah, I think I'm with you. I mean, it, they're two, it's the youngest uh, coaching matchup in NFL history, 36 and 38. Uh, they were in. They were in high school when Brady won his first ring, which is ridiculous to think. But um, that's like the way it's treading right now. Of course, Miami just went out and hired um, San Fran's offensive coordinator. Um, so it's 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 the way the league's going. Um, and we'll, we'll get into the fun stuff here. Um, so, of course, uh, outside of football, the Super Bowl is pretty big just for the the unionship of people, everyone getting together. Of course, a um, bunch of bunch of drinks, food, beer, you name it. Um, Justin, what's the one Super Bowl snack that you're not going to show up to the party if it's not there? Yeah, it's uh, it's buffalo chicken dip for me. It's, yeah, uh, it's, like it's, it's got to be spicy? Oh, it's got to be spicy, yeah. Lots of buffalo, lots of cheese, just as unhealthy as possible. Harrison, how many cheesesteaks were at the Super Bowl party when uh, the birds beat the, uh, the, um, the Pats? They're always on deck. You gotta gotta love a good cheesesteak. Um, for local to Philly, you know that's something that's <laughs> gotta be uh, at the game day viewing. Um, need a good cheesesteak to pair with an ice cold beer. Um, that's gotta be my food. If I'm going finger food though, I'm going for nachos. Big nacho guy. Um, but yeah. All right, cool, cool. Let's. Uh, we're gonna wrap up here with our MVP and predictions. But for MVP, of course. Every year, it seems like, I mean, outside of Von Miller, who's playing in this game, it, it usually does come down to the MVP is a quarterback. But I want you guys to each give me your MVP outside a quarterback. And I think we both know, since we've talked about him, who it was. And I'm pretty, pretty sure your own prediction itself of the game will be indicative in the MVP. But um, outside of guys named Matt Stafford and Joe Burrow Harrison, who could you see uh, winning this MVP trophy? On the LA side, it doesn't have to be one. You can give give a few here. On the LA side, gotta go Cooper Cup. Um, and on the Bengals side, I would say I have to go. If I'm going outside the quarterback, uh, I think I'm gonna go Joe Mixon. Um, Joe he's, Mixon. he's probably gonna be the difference maker for the offense. If the Rams can't neutralize him, it's gonna really open up the field for the Bengals. Um, so for Cincy, uh, I have to go Joe Mixon. For LA, Cooper Cup has to be. All right, over to you, Justin. Yeah, so I hinted at it earlier, um, but I can't see the Sensio line performing well. So I've got Donald winning the MVP. I could see him getting a couple sacks and just being an absolute game wrecker. Um, obviously, it's usually quarterback trophy, but I feel like if uh, the trophy were to go to someone other than a quarterback, it would go to him. And I really – Yeah, I mean, he's third right now Yeah. Uh, in odds, which is crazy to think. Or I'm sorry, fourth, but – Really, it's Stafford, Burrow, Cup, then Donald, which is nuts. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I think 
like I've always been told instead of picking the winner of the Super Bowl, just pick bet on the quarterback MVP. Like last year, I didn't bet on the Buccaneers. I bet Tom Brady plus 225 MVP because it was better odds than plus 180 to win. Um, that's something that I've kind of always gone with. And so if you guys are looking for a side, if you specifically the Cincinnati side, you're going to get better value just betting Burrow. Um, but who knows? It could be the Jamar Chase show or it could be Matt Stafford. Cause I, I'm going to guess it's going to be Matt Stafford uh, with the way the game plays out. But um, that being said, let's, let's get our predictions here for the big game, the Super Bowl. Um, who do you have winning it? And uh, final score, start with you, Justin here. Yeah, so I've got the uh, I got the Rams winning it. I don't think that the Bengals are quite there yet. Um, I mean, obviously they're in the Super Bowl, so they are there. But I think they're like a year or two too early. Um, they're obviously going to be a team that's going to be in contention for at least you know the next five years. We still have everybody on rookie deals because their team's so young. But I'm going to go with the Rams. I'm going to go with them by I guess four or five. We'll say uh, we'll say twenty eight twenty four Rams. Okay. Harrison, are you going going with the Rams here or going with the dog? I'm going to go with the Rams here. Um, like Justin just pointed out, I don't think this is the last we see of Joe Cool on the big stage. Um, I got to go with L.A. taking this. I got to see them smashing the spread. Um, I have them taking this 31 to 20. Uh, the, okay. offense, the, the offenses are going to be shown out. We have um, two coaches who have worked with each other on the same offensive staff um, in L.A., uh, so I think the offenses are going to be showing their creativity, uh, really showcasing what they're capable of. But in the end, Evan McPherson can only save Cincinnati so many times. How about the seasons he's had, or postseason, I should say? Draft a kicker. Yeah. Steelers drafted a punter, so. Yeah, well, he's bad, so it doesn't count. But All right, I'm I'm going to be the one that, that goes against the, the grain here. I'm I'm taking the Bengals. I just like when I close my eyes and I'm thinking of the Monday morning headlines, which by the way, Monday should be a national holiday and everything should be closed the Monday after the Super Bowl. Um, In Ohio, it is this year. Yeah, it is. Exactly. And um, I just, I think the Joe Burrow storybook, this is like the tip of the iceberg. Like, I just think that guy is too cool to lose in the Super Bowl to Matt Stafford. And uh, my heart says Cincinnati, but my gut says, uh, LA, but do you know what Monday is? You guys better know what Monday is. Oh, it's Valentine's Day. Yeah, it's Valentine's Day. I'm going to go with Bengals. Uh, we'll say 31-21. So. It's so <laughs> hard. That? I know what you mean with the Joe Burrow thing, man. I hate that he plays for the Bengals because I like him so much, and I have to hate him. And, and I could be wrong, though. I could see the Rams 35-14 in them. But, like, I don't know. I just – I don't believe in storybook endings, but this is, like, the top. Like, he's – if you look around that division, like, yeah, he's the best quarterback, I would say. I, I don't know. It'd be hard not to. Yeah, only because Ben retired. <laughs> yeah, another topic. But, like, the Ravens, I don't know, they're coaching Saf Lamar – MVP, they're going to be back in the contention. I'm not saying they're going to win a Super Bowl, but um, yeah, he's it's it's going to be tough in the AFC with Patrick Mahomes to get back. But um, and before we end here, let's just give a quick uh, Super Bowl prediction for next year. Who's going to be playing in the Super Bowl? Uh, all right, I'll I'll go. I'll say uh, 
the Bills finally get in. And um, from the NFC side, the NFC is wide open. Um, Maybe a Texas team in the NFC? I don't know. I couldn't see that happening. Um, I could <laughs> I, I, I could probably see the Rams getting back. Okay. I mean, the Niners are going to move on from Jimmy G. So even though I don't think Trey Lance is going to be an upgrade. So... I don't know. I'd say pro- I could see Bills Rams happening next year, especially if Rodgers leaves Green Bay. If Rodgers leaves Green Bay, then that really isn't. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna have to uh, agree with Justin here. I think we definitely see the Bills coming out of the AFC, and then out of the NFC, it's either gonna have to be Arizona or LA for me. Um, the landscape of the NFC is gonna be absolutely shaken up this offseason. Uh, we, we're going to see two franchise quarterbacks on the move in Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers, most likely. Um, so we're going to see a lot of new faces in new places, but overall have to like L.A. or Arizona make it into the big stage. Gotcha. And, I mean, I'm just going to go because I'm a, I'm a homer. I'm going to say Dallas-Buffalo next year. Fair enough. But the big game, of course, that's when we're concerned about um, Rams-Bengals. We'll see how that unfolds. But thanks for joining me here, fellas, and uh, enjoy your weekends and enjoying the uh, the big game. Yeah, you as well. Thanks for having us on, man. Of course. Thank you.